that influencer you follow may not be real. Chicago's mayor doesn't want you to call a mob a mob. Taylor Swift is a generous employer. That and a whole lot more all on today's Random Thoughts. Hello and welcome to episode number 242 of the Random Thoughts podcast. That is spelled R-A-N-D-U-M-B, thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. It's another Friday. Hope you had a good week. Don't know if we're going to keep these on Friday, but that's the beauty of podcasting is there's no set day. And it all depends what happens that week. And once you get on a day, it almost is hard to get off because otherwise it feels like the next one's coming out too soon. You don't have much to say. You feel like you don't want to oversaturate things. So I appreciate everybody that listens and supports the show. It is all very much appreciated. On the last show, talked a little bit about the artificial intelligence art generators that allow you to create people out of nothing. You can give it different descriptions. You can make it a combination of different people. And you saw that with the album art from the last episode was a person that was created by one of these art generators by saying, give me a mix of Taylor Swift along with models, Adriana Lima and Candice Swanapuel. We even got a comment from our buddy, Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley with the boost, who just said, that's a fine looking fake woman. And there's a lot of them out there on the internet. Fox News, just before going live with this recording of the show, had a big article on their main page. And some of the stuff, I've mentioned it before, but some of the stuff that shows up on the Fox News homepage Maybe it doesn't seem like it should really be on the homepage for a major news organization. Or maybe I just don't give myself enough credit for being able to cover news that is important and that can help people by knowing what's going on in the world. Because there was a big article on the Fox News site about AI influencers. And this is using the exact same technology, creating a person. And then having an Instagram account or whatever and posting as that person's a real person. In this case, the AI model is very clear on everything on the Instagram page that this is not a real person. This is an AI bot. This is a fake person. This is not somebody that exists in reality. And the woman behind this is like, you would be amazed at how many people still message, like, hey, I'd like to meet in real life. It's like it doesn't exist. The person does not exist. But they are an influencer, which means brands want to be promoted by these fake people already. And it's only going to get worse. So this is for everybody now who's thinking all you have to do is, well, usually it's an attractive young female making a lot of money on the Instagrams. And the TikToks, 
to do things like, well, chug an energy drink or wear a certain brand's clothing. Yeah, soon it's just going to be a virtual person doing this. You don't even have to be young, attractive, or female. You just have to be able to create one of these. So it's going to be interesting to see how that marketplace changes now that you don't need real people. Fake people are more than enough. There was another matchmaker who said she had been in business for over a decade that said all of a sudden the amount of stories that she is hearing about clients being catfished is going through the roof. And that's also not surprising because, again, the technology is there to be able to create a fake persona that will fool most people. Now, it used to be you'd be able to get around this by like, well, let's do a video chat. But there are some of these now that can do real-time video rendering, a little bit harder to catch. But people believe what they want to believe, and if they want to believe in something that's too good to be true, they will. So you have to be careful if you're on the dating apps that you're not getting catfished, which means somebody has a photo that's not their own, a video that's not their own. And when you used to have to do this with photos of real people, there are reverse image searches on the internet, meaning if you see a photograph on a dating site, social media, you can throw it into Google, Bing, TinEye, or a variety of other services that will tell you where else it has found that exact picture on the internet. So people that were like, well, I could just go find somebody's photo and use that. You will eventually get caught because of the reverse image search. Now with the AI that is changing the photographs, creating them out of nothing most often, it's unique. So you're not going to find it on one of these reverse image searches. So. As always, if you see something online that just seems too good to be true, you might want to uh, keep that in your mind before giving, you know, credit card information or sending money or expensive gifts. The influencer that you're following may not even be real. And there are some people that are already doing this, as I've said, that are disclosing that they're not real. But I think what you're going to start seeing is more and more that aren't going to disclose that they're not real and just going to collect on all of the eyeballs that they get in order to monetize this, which means we're going in a horrible direction as a society. It used to just be those high paid fashion models were making a lot of money. Now it's just going to be fake people who can be created by almost anybody because the technology is not all that difficult. But we're definitely going to be living in an online world that is, if you think the online world today is already fantasy land and there's really not much of substance and there's not much that is accurate and there is not much that is real and true, I think we're just about to get a lot worse with that. So be careful online. Those old, the Hill Street Blues, the television show, let's, let's be careful out there. That advice, really good today, especially if you live in the Chicago area over this past weekend. Again, there were a lot of young teenage children out on the streets 
in a large gathering that one dare not call a mob. No, you cannot call it a mob if you're speaking to Chicago's new mayor. We knew this guy was going to be a complete farce when he got the job. Because when you're a socialist and your whole thing is, well, we don't want to hold criminals accountable for what they do. Well, what he gets upset about when a bunch of young children, don't call it a mob, go out, hundreds of them. This isn't like five or six kids. We're talking hundreds who went out causing some mayhem and went into a convenience store and pretty much started looting it. Now, a reporter that asks the mayor about what he's going to do about this kind of mob action, this mob activity, said, quote, no, that's not appropriate. We're not talking about mob action. I didn't say that. The reporter, according to this Fox News article, and there's video online, which is amusing, pressed him and the mayor insisted that the proper term to use was large gathering, saying, quote, respectfully, these large gatherings, these large gatherings, hang on a second, I promise you we have time to talk. It's important that we speak of these dynamics in an appropriate way. This is not to obfuscate what has actually taken place. We have to be very careful when we use language to describe certain behavior. There's history in this city. I mean, to refer to children as like baby Al Capones is not appropriate, end quote. Well, you're right about something, Mayor Johnson. They are not like Al Capone. Because when the mob existed in Chicago, there was order. Stores were not getting looted. The private citizens were not the ones that were getting hurt when mob business was happening in Chicago. Hell, it wasn't even happening before they came in then and put all of the older gang leaders in jail. But now what they have in Chicago is complete anarchy. And rather than deal with the problem, the new moron mayor is more concerned that people are calling hundreds of children. I mean, it doesn't really matter if they're hundreds of children, adults. doesn't matter what their color is. doesn't matter what their gender is. There's hundreds of human beings going in, looting stores, causing countless amounts of a damage countless dollars of damage and you're more worried about the terminology that's being used but if a large group going in and committing mayhem looting a store if that's not a mob mayor i don't know what a mob is this whole concept that no no we're just using the wrong language has got to stop it is absolutely insane to then compared it with Al Capone. It's like, no, Al Capone was the people of Chicago today wish the Al Capone days were back. They do. If you really go and look at what was going on in the city, they would wish the Al Capone days were back, Mayor. 
because they weren't getting mugged on the street. They weren't getting beaten on the street by the mobsters who used to do their business in Chicago because it wasn't good for business. These children, they are just out of control. They are unruly and they will do whatever the hell they want because they know they can get away with it. They have very little, if any, parental supervision. And it used to be, at least there was the fear that you might get caught by the police and put into jail or prosecuted. Now that's out the door. And what does that result in? Yes, more crime. Congratulations, Mayor Johnson, for being so worried that we might call these children. Hundreds of them who get together and act as a group, as a mob. It is absolutely insane. I do appreciate the person who wrote the article on the Fox News site about this, Lindsey Cornick, because the final paragraph reads this way. Quote, Chicago has been the setting for multiple incidents of a teen takeover where hundreds of young adults, usually teenagers, take over a public street with various acts of violence, vandalism, and other disorderly conduct. While the issue appears to have escalated over the past few months, these mobs have been creating chaos in the city for years, end quote. So congratulations on not taking the word out of your vocabulary because the moron mayor of Chicago does not like the word. Rather than dealing with the problem, this moron is more concerned. Oh no, you're calling these hundreds of children who are looting a store a mob, and that's just not right. Mayor, tell you what, make the kids stop, get everything under control, and then let's talk about the language that's being used in the city because the language that's being used in the city is not the problem. But this is not a surprise. When Mayor Lori Lightfoot lost to this guy, I told you this was not an improvement. Things were not going to get better. Things had to get worse because he is a complete socialist leftist loon who doesn't believe anybody should be held responsible for their actions if their amount of melatonin in their skin is high enough. We can't have that. It's not right. It's not proper. Can't call it a mob. I don't know how it's not a mob, but I don't think Mayor Johnson really understands either. He just knows that you don't want to call them little Al Capones. No, that's a compliment. That is a compliment to what's going on here. This is absolute insanity. It's anarchy in Chicago. It's like this in other cities right now as well. And. It's sad, but stay away. Do not come vacation in Chicago. It is not safe. You never know when one of these things is going to pop up where there are hundreds of teenage children, don't call them a mob, who are out to do nothing but cause harm, to commit violent acts, to loot stores, to rob people on the street. Do not come to Chicago. And as long as we're on the Fox News site, I want to mention that they have a brand new AI tab 
it looks like the uh, tech tab is still there somewhere, probably buried. But there's now an AI tab is one of the main tabs on the website. This is how rampant this AI stuff is getting. They've got stories on Amazon touting AI products because, yeah, they want to make some money along with the story about the fake influencer, how AI can help with medication and AI can do all sorts of crazy stuff. AI is not magic. Do not misunderstand. It's just computers doing computer things. It's just a way for data to be parsed and used in a way that we haven't really used it before. But it's interesting that this is how quick it has gone right to the forefront, along with uh, Fox News. They have their different tabs now are U.S., politics, world, opinion, media, entertainment, sports, lifestyle, video, then AI. So uh, it's hitting the big time, I guess. Oh, and speaking of the big time, Taylor Swift. We talked on the last show about the seismic activity that was going on during her concerts, like a two-point-something magnitude earthquake. Well, she made news this week by giving out some big bonuses to everybody working on her Eras tour. A total of $55 million in bonuses given out to everybody that takes part from the people that set up the stage, the people that truck the stuff into each different location, everybody that puts these stages up, takes them down, sells the merchandise, all that kind of stuff. And the people that drive the trucks alone got $100,000 bonuses. And I'm pretty sure the people that were doing this job in the first place we're making a decent amount of money. This is a well-paying gig right off the bat, but to get a $100,000 bonus is pretty damn cool. And I've said it before. I don't think Taylor is the anti-capitalist that the left wants her to be. So just wait, she'll be canceled for something soon. How dare she give out all this money? Or maybe it is because she's giving away money. They'll be like, oh, she, she's embracing the socialist. But no, see, these people worked for their money. They didn't just sit back and do nothing and collect a check. They were actually working, moving this tour from city to city, night after night, and being paid very well to do so. So congratulations, Taylor Swift. I'm paying your employees, and I'm guessing keeping them quite happy as the tour rolls through the United States. In the social media beat, it looks like Mark Zuckerberg's Twitter killer maybe isn't such a Twitter killer after all. It's called Threads. And the mainstream media who hates Elon Musk because he dares want a at least bit of free speech, not totally free speech, but he wants mostly free speech over there on X, which is what he's calling Twitter now. The Mark Zuckerberg meta threads had over a hundred million people sign up for it at one point like the day or two after it launched it had 44 million people that used it that day now it's down to just 8 million a day that's i mean it sounds like a lot but that's not a lot when it comes to the social media landscape and it seems that it may have a problem may not stick around wouldn't that be funny? 
all of these things are basically the same social media either, which I've never really understood the reason because the reality is most people can't keep up with one social media. You really don't want to have to try to deal with five or 10 of them where it's like Twitter was there and it was popular and it has millions of people using it because that became the de facto. It was first. I talk a lot about that concept. Why is eBay so popular that no other online auction site can even come close? It's because they were first. That's the reason people started using it and never had a sufficient reason to go somewhere else. When it comes to the auction sites, Yahoo tried, other companies tried to be an eBay competitor back in the day. And while I'm sure some still exist, none of them are doing anywhere close to the business that eBay does. The only thing that was really funneling people into this threads, if they were even real people, I'm not sure what they were doing to determine whether they were real people or not. We talked about the fake influencers, a lot of reason why people might have automated systems, signing up for accounts, grabbing usernames, doing all sorts of things that wouldn't be real people, real individuals signing up for the account. But I don't think the normal person has any need to have multiple social media. TikTok was the first one that was really all video, even though there was a little bit of Instagram to do that. So TikTok kind of took off as the video platform. Instagram took off as the photo platform. And Twitter was the text platform, even though they all kind of are a mixed, uh, mixed bag, mixed mashed of all these things now. Because you can post audio or video or pictures on Twitter now. You can post video on Instagram. You can post text messages along with them. And I just think people are overloaded. There's too much. You can't keep up with them all. You want like one consolidated way to keep up with people that you want to keep up with. But I don't think anybody out there that I know anyway goes, wow, I really need like 14 different social medias to follow. I mean, if that's you, then you probably have some other personal problems that you should deal with. But it is not a healthy way to go. And it's kind of funny to see these Zuckerberg threads kind of falling flat because the left was like, no, no, this is going to be big. This is going to be great. The same people that laughed at Donald Trump when he couldn't get his social media enterprise really off the ground because none of them can. You don't have enough of a reason to pull people away from a site that they've been using, that they're already following people that they already use, which is Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. But it's really hard to pull people out of something that they are already using and bringing them into something else. And even the mighty Elon would have to know this, which is why he bought Twitter. He didn't just start his own because it's not that hard. The technical abilities of the social media sites, not that hard to build. But he knew that the eyeballs were what was important. Elon Musk did when it came to buying Twitter. Whether that's going to work out for him or not is yet to be seen on whether he can monetize this, whether he can take the site in a direction where it won't be killed by ads because all of these social media sites, same thing happens. They start them up. And when you start them up, you don't have a ton of ads. If any, people start using it, they love it. And then you're like, wow, now how do we make money doing this? 
And a lot of the times there's no good way. There's just no good way to do it. You try to put a bunch of ads on Twitter and people go, wow, too many ads. I'm going to leave. But where are you going to go? Well, probably better to go nowhere and get off of social media and ignore the internet and ignore the hate and ignore the insanity that spreads. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. So I will continue to warn you when things get a little bit too crazy, tell you what to watch out for, like these new AI influencers. Although if I could just build one of those and I wouldn't have to do any more shows, so that might not be a bad way to go. I mean, I don't think there's any reason to even mention that Donald Trump was indicted again because I don't think it really matters. I don't think that's going anywhere. Where the mainstream media should be looking is the Joe Biden corruption, Hunter Biden corruption, which is tied to Joe Biden, that there seems to be a paper trail of millions of dollars from foreign entities. But no, we don't want to look there. Can't look there. And today it was announced that the Supreme Court in the Derek Chauvin case in Minneapolis in Minnesota, not going to look at the case for him, the police officer that was convicted of killing George Floyd. So that is being kicked up to the Supreme Court, and it's going to be a question on whether the Supreme Court will look at that case or not. If they do, be ready for another long bit of unrest. So it's questionable whether the Supreme Court even wants to look at this because when it comes to murder convictions, reasonable doubt is a very important part of this. And what we had in that case, I think there was a lot of reasonable doubt that was ignored like Mr. Floyd having enough fentanyl in his system to kill him that you might have to question whether the verdict was the correct one and the Supreme Court's going to have that on their plate. So all of these things coming up, of course, the elections are coming up. Who is going to be the Republican nominee? Will Joe Biden be allowed to run? Will he even be able to talk by that point? Stay with us and we'll cover it all. As we move closer, this is a value for value show. Random thoughts is a value for value podcast, which means I put them out there. That's not behind a paywall. You get to listen to whatever you want and you get to decide if you've gotten any value out of the shows whatsoever. And if you do, it's then up to you to put a number on it, a number that means something to you and convert that into dollars, convert that into the currency of your choice, convert that into a crypto and send it to us. There are plenty of different options. You can go to random thoughts, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com slash donate and find all of the information there. Coming in with $21.10, Dame Slamey. Thank you, Dame Slamey. She says, hey, Darren, half of this is for the sump pump fund. The other half, because you said, I like Larry more than you. Thanks for the random. Oh, Larry is awesome. Larry Blydner of that Larry show and the show we do together called Planet Rage which happens on Mondays every week. And it was just a little joke, but everybody likes Larry. Larry is cool. Larry is Mr. Velvet. Larry is the guy that all guys want to be. And for as far as the sump pump fund, that is very much appreciated. The sump pump went in on Monday of this week. And now that we have a battery backup sump pump, it will never rain ever again. And the power will never go out. That's probably the way it all works. 
but we will be very happy to have it if indeed the power goes out during a storm again because it doesn't take long for that water to start building up in the basement and the cleanup effort is just such a pain this is the problem though i mean we are the ones that decided as i said to the wife i'm like you could just put commercial carpet down and glue it down that way if you get water again all you got to do is just dry it out it's the padding underneath that is the problem and the padding underneath which is like a giant sponge as i talked about getting the stuff out of there was not fun but we're the ones that were dumb enough to put carpeting and padding in an area that you knew if this happened yeah it was going to be a mess but now allegedly having a battery backup sump pump that uh, even if the worst happens if the power goes out during a big storm the thing should continue running i asked the guy the plumber dude how long will this run and he said it gives you eight hours of runtime which means if your sump pump runs for 20 seconds out of every minute then you get 24 hours out of it which isn't bad hopefully the power doesn't stay out longer than 24 hours and if it does then you maybe have a bigger problem but there's probably there's also i mean because it's a battery so i'm assuming you could be able to get a battery and then get it charged if you know you're going to have an extended power outage although it would have to be a lot of rain at that time but they do allow you to put two batteries in would it be parallel or would that be in a sequence whatever they would call that you could put two batteries in to double it, but that just seems like overkill. I say that now, which means I just tempted fate, and I don't want to do that. But thank you, Dame Slamey, for supporting the show. It is very much appreciated. As I mentioned earlier, Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley, he came in with 50,000 Satoshis, which is like $14, $15 right now, and a bunch of other Satoshis per minute when he was streaming along, listening to the show. And like I said, his quote was, that's a fine looking fake woman. And yeah, that's the beauty of this. We do not need to hire models anymore. Computers, they can create them out of nothing. You don't have to pay them. And then, of course, then they're way less maintenance, way less maintenance, Sir Sean. When the women aren't real, way less maintenance. And then also streaming some Satoshis, Dale Jr., Eric PP, and Redbeard Jake W., all of these. If you're in the podcasting 2.0 ecosystem, if you want to learn more, you can go to newpodcastapps.com and find out everything you need to know. And I almost forgot over on Patreon. We are on Patreon, patreon.com slash random thoughts, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts. Over there, we have Tim Hiesel coming in with his $5 a month and brand new Ray Jarvis coming in with five dollars a month don't post extra content there yet we may at some point but it's just a place if you're in the patreon ecosystem that you can share some value for value it is very much appreciated with anybody that doesn't welcome ray jarvis brand new to the patreon your support of the random thoughts podcast is appreciated as well tim hezel dame slamey sir sean of the allegheny valley and everybody that listens and posts about the show over on whether it's x or mastodon or no agenda social wherever you are it is appreciated when you help me get a little bit of publicity a little bit of marketing for this show to help it stay uh vibrant shall we say the more people that come in the better it is 
And thanks to everybody who passes the word, spreads the word, I guess, passing the word now, spreads the word about the Random Thoughts podcast. It is very much appreciated. I will be back sometime next week. Maybe I'll get back on an earlier schedule. Maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. Well, probably not Tuesday. We have the finishing of the root canal on Tuesday, which should be fun. But we'll be here sometime next week with another edition of the Random Thoughts Podcast. Until then, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening.